Heath Mount School. Hi everyone, it's Friday and we're at the end of another week. Can you believe it? Only two and a half weeks left of this extraordinary summer term. And what an incredible bunch you have all been. I really mean that. And, and there's even more still to come. Now, I hope you've all been able to have a glance at the Griffin today for the final reveals on the totals for the 2020 challenge. Let me just tell you that you have smashed it. Well done, everyone. Uh, so uh, today is the very last battle. It's the Super Sevens and they are rearing to go. Who will be victorious, I wonder? Let's find out. One of our oldest year groups on the podcast battle today and they are a very very cool bunch they're all staring at me on this zoom call looking extremely focused and in the zone and i'm going to introduce you to our super sevens hi year seven hi 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 everyone, they are looking super, super sharp here. Now, unlike the rest of the podcast battles that we have had so far, everybody has been represented by their classes. But in when you get up into the upper school, we have about a million form groups. And so that, if we did that game, not a million, I think maybe we've only got nine, but um, that whole uh, process would take a really long time. So what I've done instead, I have got two representatives from each of our houses. And I, uh, we're gonna have a bit of a year seven house battle. So let me introduce you very quickly to who we have on the podcast today. So starting with the Reds, now, uh, Mr. Kimberly uh, represented your house magnificently well earlier on this term. I'm sure yeah. you heard him. Who have we got from Galahad today? Well, we have Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hi, Hannah. Because you're the second member of your family to be on the podcast, aren't you? Yeah, Emma, Emma was very excited and we rushed home. She rushed home because she was in the year four podcast, wasn't she? Yeah. That's right. Did she win? Uh, I think currently they did, yeah. They did win. So no pressure, big sister over there. Fantastic. And who else have we got from Galahad today? We have Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hello. Uh, Thomas, you Hi. have had a pretty inspiring podcast journey so far, haven't you? This yeah. is your first time on the Heathmount podcast, but tell us what you have or else you've been up to during lockdown. Um, during lockdown, we've made our own podcast because we were inspired. Oh, you were inspired by the school one. So yeah. you and your sister have been working so hard and you've made your own podcast. Do you want to give it a bit of a plug here for our listeners so they can tune in? Uh, it's a fun podcast for the family about entertaining subjects and it's got lots of jokes and guest jokers. So... Yeah, you could listen if you want. It's called The Tolly Podcast. The Tolly Podcast. I have to say, it is awesome. So uh, it you. is uh, Thomas and Holly. Uh, Holly, who Holly. is in year four. And so that is The Tolly Podcast. You know, if you're wanting to know what the 
best sweets are. There's some great reviews. There's some really good jokes. There's some really great facts that I learned. And you guys are great together. So tune in. And also Thomas is obviously a bit of a professional podcaster now. So he's in good hands. So well done. Welcome Galahad. This team is looking strong. Now we are going to move to Percival. I am going to try super hard today not to be biased to my fellow Purples. Uh, who we got from Percival today? Lola, hi. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Really good. Tell me what you've been up to in your homeschooling. Has it been good fun? Yeah, it's been great. Have you had any particular highlights? Um, probably just like seeing your friends on Zoom. Yeah, like seeing nice teachers to like that, hasn't it? It's been brilliant. Well, welcome to the podcast. Good luck today. Um, Thank we you. also have the lovely Amelia. Hi, Amelia. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> How has your um, homeschooling been? Um, it's been fun. It's interesting. When I first started, it was quite hard, but then. As we got through it, it's slowly getting easier. It does. You do get used to it. I think there's pros and cons of it all. Um, I think the best thing definitely is being able to have this contact with each other, though. Don't yeah. You? Yeah. So fun. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here today. <laughs> and we're going to rattle on through to Tristram. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to our first uh, Tristramer, and that is Grace. Hi, Grace. Hi. Now, Grace, you are not the only member of your family to be on the podcast. Who else has been on? Oh, my mum and dad have. <laughs> now tell us what they were doing on the podcast. Uh, they were doing the Mr and Mrs quiz. They, they were. And how did they do? Uh, they did well. But they second, come second. second or third. They were brilliant. Yeah. Um, did you learn anything new about them when they did the competition? Uh, n not really. No. Did you know all their stories already? You did. Oh, okay. Well, they were absolutely brilliant. Lovely to see you, Grace. And we have Ava. Hi, Ava. Hi. So <laughs> all lovely to see you here as well. Um, so tell me what your kind of lockdown has been like and what's your homeschooling been like? Quite, have you had quite a good balance of schoolwork to do? Yeah, definitely. It's been a good balance. Yeah. And it'll be nice one day when we can all get back to school, won't it? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fab. Fantastic. Right, well, welcome. These teams are looking incredibly competitive. They've got their game faces on. Um, and I actually have no idea who's going to win. Like, they're all crunching their knuckles now. Okay, fantastic. So, round one. Round one is called How Many Letters. So, number one. This is about your seven in particular. Very simple. You might even know the answer. How many pupils are there in year seven? So Hannah, how many? 42. 42. Lola? 44. Grace? 42. Amelia? Uh, 43. 43. I'm enjoying these answers. Thomas? 42. And Ava? 45. Okay. Well, I can tell you. There are 15 girls in year seven, and there are a staggering 30 boys, which means all together, there are 45 people. So Asa, one point for your team, one point for Tristram. Okay, 45 pupils. 
number two. How many pupils do you think there are in the whole school? From nursery all the way through to year eight. Okay, let's start with Galahad this time. Galahad, give me an answer. Um, 568. Lola. 525. Thank you. Gracie. I think 450. Thank you. Good guess. What about you, Miss Mimo? 600. 600. Ava? Um, 460. Okay. And Hannah, back to you. 503. 503. Well, I can tell you that nobody has landed straight on this, but... Let's figure out who is closest. So at Heathrow School currently, we have 479 pupils, which makes me think that the closest person was Ava again with 460. Yes. So, so another point to Tristram. Tristram, two, Percival and Galahad yet to get off the mark. Don't you worry. One more question here. How many rooms are there on the top floor of our school. Now I am not talking about cupboards or bathrooms or little loos. Okay, I'm going to start with Tristram this time. Ava, how many do you think? Eight. No, I think nine. Grace thinks nine. Mimo? Nine. Lola? Eight. Ooh, we're either eight or nine at the moment. Which is it? And Galahad? Nine. Definitely nine. Definitely nine. Well, let's count, shall we? Upstairs, we have Mrs. Stewart's room, Miss Thornton's, Mr. Armstrong, Mrs. Jones, Mr. Bowden. That's five. Six. Miss Green. Miss Broom and two offices, which yes. makes nine, yes. nine rooms up there. So at the end of round one, Tristram have three points, Galahad have two points, Percival have one point. Well done indeed. Round of applause for round one. Well done team. But we have got three more rounds to go. So round number two we have is called Guess the Teacher. Now I have asked some teachers to record their voices um, I've asked them to disguise their voices as much as they can. So don't be tricked if you think, hang on a second, that person doesn't have that sort of accent. Um, but they're also saying a riddle. So Percival, you're going to go first. Where could you find cities, towns, shops and streets, but no people? 
where could you find cities, towns, shops and streets, but no people? And who was it that said that riddle? Percival, any ideas? I have no idea about the riddle. No, neither. But the person, Mrs. Hay? I couldn't really hear it. Or Mr. Church, I'm not sure. Mrs. Hay or... I think it was a girl. It was. It was. I'll play it for you one more time. Where could you find cities, towns, shops and streets but no people? You sound a bit like Mrs. Doubt. Could be Mrs. Massey. Yeah. Who are you going to go with? Oh, I don't know. I saw nobody sounds like that. They disguise their voice. Although they do sound a bit like this in real life. I'll give you a clue. They're not a teacher. Oh. Mrs. Mrs. Hay, I don't know. Mrs. Hay, are you going to go with Mrs. Hay? I think it's well, not low. Well, yeah. I can tell you, does anyone else think they were going to steal those points? Grace? Is it Matron? Yes, it is no. Matron! Oh. You don't hear her Scottish voice coming through. Well done. Um, anyone know the answer to the riddle? Could it be a Lego place, like a Lego city? Oh, no a Lego there. city. Well, actually, the answer was pretty, you're going to kick yourselves. It was a map. Oh, oh no. no. It's <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> obvious. Just a simple map. I know, that's the thing with riddles. They're only obvious when you know the answer. Okay, yeah. well done. Okay, are you ready, Galahad? What is as big as you are? and yet does not weigh anything. Uh, Would you like to hear it again? Yes, please. What is as big as you are, and yet does not weigh anything? What is as big as you are, and yet does not weigh anything? It is a teacher, and uh, this teacher, I will say is your clue, is quite new to the school. Miss Scott. You think it's new? Miss Scott? I don't know, I'm just going off the basis that she's okay. new. I don't know, it might be Miss Scott. Well, I am gonna pass it over actually to one of the other teams. Now, Mima, you had your hand up first. Yes. Tell me, who do you think it is? Miss Soto. Miss Soto, oh. right. Yes. Her beautiful Spanish accent. <laughs> Does anyone know the, the answer to the riddle? Is it a shadow? Is a shadow. That's so obvious. Well done. Yeah! Well, is as big I as you are, it. but doesn't weigh anything. Percival just stole two points. Well done. Well done, well done, well done. Okay, Tristan. So obvious. You, it's Grace, not obvious. you ready? Who is this? And what is the answer to the riddle? What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of? What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of? And who is that? Let me play it for you one more time. What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of? Um, is it Mr. Woodwork? It is or Mr. Is it... Woodwork. Oh, no. straight away. Uh, <laughs> and his sort of... Um, would we call that an Irish accent? I think we probably would. What is the answer to the riddle? What was the riddle? What is easy yeah, to get into, but hard to get out of? I'm going to give it to Mima again. Her hand was up first. Is it a problem? 
it's a bit more than a problem. It's you're thinking in the right track though, Thomas. Trouble. Trouble. No. Yes. Trouble is the answer. Well, I got one. Done. Now this final one I've got for you. I'm going to give the points to the person who has their hand up first. Okay. <laughs> Get your hand down until I've read it. Until I've done it. Are you ready? So are you ready? Who is this? What is always in front of you but can't be seen? Percival? Is it Miss Scott? Is it Miss Scott? No, it is not Miss Scott. I'm sorry. Down the head. What is it Miss Broom? It is not Miss hmm. Broom. No. Tristram, over to you. You've got a guess. Um, um, is it like Mrs. Nightingale? Is it Mrs. Nightingale? I'm no. sorry. I am so sorry to ah. say no points were given there. I'm going to let you hear it. I'm going to tell you the answer. It is... What is always in front of you but can't be seen? It's Miss Thornton! What? What? Yeah! No. Good morning, Chair, for three of you. Galahad. That doesn't sound like her. Now, it's true. Now, does anyone know the Galahad. answer to the Galahad. Thomas. Air. It's not air. Percival. Percival, yep. Is it your nose? <laughs> well, your nose can be seen. Not really. <laughs> Good thinking, though. No, Tristram, last time to steal. What is always in front of you but can't be seen? I probably would have said air too, but it's not that. Yeah, yeah. good guess. It is your future. Oh. 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 It's a good one. It's a good one. Okay, so let's have, whew, that was an intense round. Let's have a little listen to the scores. End of round three, Galahad on three, Percival on three, Tristram still ahead on Five. Yes. Well, yes. Done. Hey, come on. Okay, let's go in to round number three. Yay. Okay. So, three. Round number three, you are all going to play together. This is a game of like word tennis, we like to call this. We do this in drama all the time. It's a knockout, but this is all about word association. So, I'm going to give you a topic. And you have got to say words that are associated with that topic until either someone repeats themselves, hesitates, or runs out of words. Okay, are you ready? Your first topic is all words associated with being in year seven. Mr. Bowden. Miss Thornton. Raspall. Teachers. Fun. The Hub. Common room. Houses. Ping pong. Table football. Oh, oh no. Oh. Up there, stop there. Whew. Well done, you survived round one. So uh, Tristram gets one point. And now there are five of you left. Word association with word about all he. Mount Sport. Netball. 
Sports day. Cricket. Scoring. Okay. Oh no! No! <laughs> no! Ten. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh. There's two points for Percival. Oh. There are four of you left. Thomas, we're going to start with you. Word association. Oh, no. Now this topic, again, it's about Heathmount, is all about the arts at Heathmount. So music, art, or drama. Are you ready? And go. Guitar. Mr. Church. Paint. Dance. Drums. Eyeliner. Pencils. DT. Piano. Costumes. Rulers. Flute. Line. No, it was. No. What was? Recorder. Lines. Rubbers. Music notes. Mrs. Harrison. Piano. Paper. Miss White. Music teachers. Mr. Fisher. Miss, Mrs. Hay. Crayons. Music lessons. Miss Ferguson. Highlighters. <laughs> oh, that was. I was stuck. This for us, Grace. That was intense. I'll try. Three points for possible. Well done. There are three of you left. Starting with Thomas again. Oh, no. Grace, back to Thomas. Are you ready? This topic is all about school trips. Parkinson. Poachers. Tents. Me, oh, New Forest. Oh, God. No. Okay, okay. So, Hannah, four points for you. One, two. Three, Wait, two people. Four. Come on, Grace. Grace. <laughs> oh, no. The topic is okay. things you are looking forward to when we all come back to school. I'll see my friends. Sports. Teachers. Friends. Oh, oh, you've already said friends. Oh, so great oh. girl. Well done. No. You. Yes, great. Galahad has five points. And Tristram, a mighty six points raised for Tristram. Okay, we oh, are no. going into the final. Another. Oh, God. Final. Another. And this is a really high scoring round. So anybody can win this round. Now, for those of you who are used to doing the house challenge, this is called Talk to the Orange. Now, you are going to select one of you to do the talking. Now, at any point, you are allowed to say pass and the other team member can pick it up. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. 30 seconds about this topic. Should we have mobile phones? in school. 30 seconds, go. I think we should have mobile phones because we need to talk to our parents all the time and they're always encouraging bonding and we need to bond with people outside of school. And our parents are some of the most important people in our lives and we just need to talk to them more and socialize. So when we're older, we wanna to talk to them. And if we go to boarding school, that we're always bringing that up because we're saying, mom, dad, I miss you so much. And you'd understand, I mean, you guys are adults. Who wouldn't wanna to talk to their parents? Okay, so yeah. oh, let's give Hannah a round of applause. 
very good. So we should have mobile phones in schools so we can tell our parents throughout the day just how much we love them. Well, what a lovely thought. Not going to happen, but there we go. Right. Oh. <laughs> very well Gosh done. darn it. I didn't hear any repetition. I didn't even know if you actually breathed during that round. You probably didn't. I am going to write down my scores. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you what they are just yet, just to keep the listeners at home on the edge of their seat. Okay, who do we have representing Tristram House? Ava. Ava. Come on, Ava. Chatterbox. So I can pass, right? Sorry? I can pass. pass at any point. Okay. okay. I 30 pass. seconds where you talk about if you think children should do homework. Go. I don't think that children should do homework because obviously we need time at home to bond with our parents and do stuff with all our siblings. And obviously you always talk about needing time to play and have fun in the garden. And therefore we will have more time to jump on the trampoline, play football, play netball and practice all our different sports instead of sitting in our room at our desks doing homework that we do in school anyway. And also because obviously we need to spend time doing Fortnite and Minecraft because that is extremely helpful to our and I'm done because it's been 30 seconds. Okay, <laughs> you tell me how important Fortnite and Minecraft are to your education. Well we Ava, 30 seconds is quite a long time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> when you're watching it doesn't seem like long. I know. But I think when you're speaking Very my hands are shaking. Yes. Okay. Right, who is the personal candidate? Okay. Um, can you tell me, 30 seconds, this will be an easy one, what is so great about Heathmount School? Ooh. Okay. Heathmount is amazing because we get to communicate with all our friends and we have amazing teaching and such good grounds to run around. We also get opportunities to go on trips and do boarding with all our friends. The boarding's really fun because we get to, as well, be with our friends and it's a really homely environment. Also, when we're at school, our lessons are super fun and, like they said, they're not just educational, they're also fun. We also get to spend time with friends and we get to do lots of work. Stop! <laughs> lots of time with friends, lots of... Um, I kind of panicked. It fun. Brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Well done, you. Well, that is the quiz over, team. That is. Now, they're all looking super intense at me now. Thank you all, Year 7, so much for your time and energy. I know you're incredibly busy people. Um, I've loved having you on the podcast. Oh, have you all had a good time? Yeah, we yeah. had fun. Yes. It was right. great fun. Okay, good. So, um, I can tell you that I um, awarded you all the same amount of points in that round because you, uh, there was a tiny elements of repetition in all of them, tiny, tiny, tiny fragments, and they were mostly just phrases. So you all got four points, which mm. means, podcast listeners, today's year seven battle, battle, Percival have 12 points. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> 
Well done. Tristram have 15 points. And I cannot believe that Mr. Kimberly has done it again. Yes. Sneaking ahead, Galahad House with 16 points. Woo! Oh, how one behind. Oh, we so slow off the mark. Yeah. Oh, no. Listen, guys, well done. Anything you'd like to say before we go? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Congratulations to Galahad. Sorry, that was a mistype. Galahad. Boo, Galahad. Boo. Galahad's the best. Well done. Um, Guys, I hope to see you in the flesh before too long. Um, God bless. Stay safe. And I'll see you soon. Say bye, everyone. Bye. 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 all need to know Mr. Kimberly's secret. How does he do it? He has won three from three challenges on this podcast. He went against the other house captains. His class won the year four battle. And again today, the Reds have inched forwards across the line in gold position. How long can this winning streak last, I wonder? <laughs> well, we're, we're actually going to be hearing straight from the man himself now, as he is our guest reader today, taking us through chapter four of the Ichabog. I know he's going to smash this one too. Take it away, Mr. K. Chapter 4. The Quiet House Mrs Dovetail was buried in the graveyard in the city within the city, where generations of royal servants lay. Daisy and her father stood hand in hand looking down at the grave for a long time. Bert kept looking back at Daisy as his tearful mother and grim-faced father led him slowly away. Bert wanted to say something to his best friend, but what had happened was too enormous and dreadful for words. Bert could hardly bear to imagine how he'd feel if his mother disappeared forever into the cold, hard earth. When all their friends had gone, Mr Dovetail moved the purple wreath sent by the king away from Mrs Dovetail's headstone and put in its place the small bunch of snowdrops that Daisy had collected that morning. Then the two dovetails walked slowly home to a house they knew would never be the same again. A week after the funeral, the king rode out of the palace with the royal guard to go hunting As usual, everyone along his route came rushing out in their gardens to bow, curtsy and cheer. As the king bowed and waved back, he noticed that the front garden of one cottage remained empty. It had black drapes at the windows and the front door. Who lives there? he asked Major Beamish. That? That's the dovetail house, your majesty, said Beamish. Dovetail? Dovetail? said the king, frowning. I've heard that name, haven't I? Uh, yes, sire, said Major Beamish. Mr Dovetail is your majesty's carpenter, and Mrs Dovetail is, was, your majesty's head seamstress. Ah, yes, said King Fred hurriedly. I, I remember. And spurring his milk-white charger into a canter, he rode swiftly past the black-draped windows of the Dovetail cottage, trying to think of nothing but the day's hunting that lay ahead. 
But every time the king rode out after that, he couldn't help but fix his eyes on the empty garden and the black draped door of the dovetail residence. And every time he saw the cottage, the image of the dead seamstress clutching the amethyst button came back to him. Finally, he could bear it no longer and summon the chief's advisor to help him. Herringbone, he said, not looking the old man in the eye. There's a house on the corner, on the way to the park. Rather a nice cottage. Largest garden. The dovetail house, your majesty. Oh, that's who lives there, is it? said King Fred airily. Well, it occurs to me that it's a rather big place for a small family. I think I've heard there are only two of them. Is that correct? Perfectly correct, your majesty. Just two, since the mother... It doesn't really seem fair, Herringbone, King said Fred loudly. For that nice base's cottage to be given to only two people, when there are families of five or six, I believe, who'd be happy with a little more room. You'd like me to move the dovetails, your majesty? Yes, I think so, said King Fred, pretending to be very interested in the tip of his satin shoe. Very well, your majesty, said the chief adviser with a deep bow. I shall ask them to swap with Roach's family, who I'm sure would be glad of more space, and I shall put the dovetails in the Roach's house. And where is that exactly? asked the king nervously the last thing he wanted was to see those black drapes even nearer the palace gates. Right on the edge of the city within the city, said the chief adviser. Very close to the graveyard, in fact. That sounds suitable, interrupted King Fred, leaping to his feet. I've no need of details. Just make it happen, Herringbone. There's a good chap. And so, Daisy and her father were instructed to swap houses with the family of Captain Roach, who like Bert's father, was a member of the King's Royal Guard. The next time King Fred rode out, the black drapes had vanished from the door, and the Roach children, four strapping brothers, the ones who'd first christened Bert Beamish Butterball, came running into the front garden and jumped up and down, cheering and waving cornucopian flags. King Fred beamed and waved back at the boys. Weeks passed, and King Fred forgot all about the dovetails and was happy again. Thank you, Mr. Kimberly. The plot is certainly thickening in Cornucopia, isn't it? <laughs> I hope you are all still sending those pictures into the Ichabog competition. Such an amazing opportunity for all you artists out there. Well, uh, this is episode number 23, I think, so far. And uh, you may hear me briefly once or twice more but this will be the last podcast that I will be hosting by myself because things are going to change a little bit next week and beyond but do keep listening for the special episodes that are being planned as we speak there will be new people to the microphone and you really really don't want to miss out but for me just now thank you all so much for being part of this podcasting journey together it has been Stay safe, everyone, and I really, really hope to see you soon.